Good evening. Today is Monday, December 26, 2022, and we are studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's step is step 12, working with others. And our speaker tonight is Meredith. Thank you, Meredith. Hey, everybody. I'm Meredith B. I'm in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, thank you, Lisa, for asking me to speak tonight. This is my first time doing this. So thanks for your prayers, people. You know who you are. Um, so I'm just going to just try to weave in my story with um, as it pertains to step 12. Um, so I came into the room, into OA in 2011, um, because I was a raging ball of rage. <laughs> and just, to, I was 12-stepped I was by a friend who, she didn't even specify. She just listened to me rant one day and said, Meredith, get you a program. They got SA, they got OA, they got AA, just pick one and get in it. And that was it. And, and I did the next day. Um, on some level, I just, I knew that's what I needed. I didn't know that I was a compulsive overeater. I just was so angry all the time. And uh, I went the next day. Uh, and just to give you an example that before program, I could not share this because I, it, it was so shameful, but I, um, I had a toddler at the time who I had, you know, hoped for and prayed for, and uh, we couldn't, we couldn't get pregnant for a few years. And I mean, I loved him more than anything. I, I love him more than anything. And he was a dream child, but um, I, he was, he wouldn't get in the bath one night and I was raging at a baby and he looked up at me, tears streaming down his face and said, mom, you're scaring me. And even that um, wasn't an, a, like I needed help. So, and I'm, I have to say that I can only say that without shame today because of this program. I like, I'm not the same person who did that, who yelled at a baby all those years ago. So um, let's see my, um, you know, I have been all over the map. I've been as high as 180-ish, you know, when, when I'm that heavy, I'm not apt to confirm it with a scale. Um, so it's probably upwards of that. Um, and as low as 105, I've done all the things that, you know, we do, um, restricting, purging, um, binging. Um, so after I got into program, I was, OA was my main program for a few years. Um, I migrated to Al-Anon and ACA for a while and then left altogether. I went back to school um, to finish my degree and I didn't think I had time um, for recovery. And I got really, um, fat and crazy is I, I was really, really a mess. Um, so then in, uh, 2019, I heard that a fellow, a local fellow, um, died from cancer. And, um, 
she she was amazing she was the first person to give me an outreach call when i first came into oa and she was so dynamic and um talented she was just this gifted writer she was hilarious um insightful caring um just a force she was so amazing and she died and so i went to her memorial service and there were all these oa people there and um oh my gosh it was just it was so moving <laughs> um they just greeted me like they had seen me the day before i was part of the family um they were just so loving and i um i knew i had to get back there my um i had been seeing a therapist and she wrote something about in, in, in a workbook about how we are um we're damaged that's not their that's not the best word to use, but um, in in relationships and that we need to heal in relationships. And so if, if you're not in a, a church group or a 12 step group or, you know, something like that, you should get in one to help the healing process. And I just knew I had to get back to OA. So I started. Um, I just started going to meetings. So this was toward the end of 2019. And there was a meeting that I was, I would go to regularly when I was in program. And I would just show up and sit there and say, I don't even know what I'm doing here, but I don't have any, I don't have anywhere else to go. I just, I just know I have to be here. And um, so by the time New Year's Day 2020 rolled around. I was like, okay, I'm I have to do this. I know I have to do this. So I got on a phone meeting and um put it out there that I was looking for a sponsor. I think I think I had um asked around in in the rooms in Nashville, but Everybody was spoken for, I forget exactly, but anyway, I got a sponsor um, in another state and we started working the steps with gusto and then it just kind of petered out and um, nothing came of it. Um, let me, let me get, see where I'm at here. Um, so in the number of years that I was in program, there were many attempts at the steps. I never got past eight. <laughs> um, well, I take that back. One time I was in a workshop and we got through, well, we got to 12, but I didn't, it just, I never picked up that it was for life, that step 12 never ends really um but i just never i never got that ever before so okay um so then uh this year and uh easter around easter time i was in relapse again of course because 
I wasn't, I wasn't really working these steps. Um, so I knew I had to work the steps. I had to get to a, an in-person meeting. So I went back to this meeting that had gone hybrid and, um, I just feel like it was such a God prompt because there was a newcomer there who was on fire and I took down her number. Um, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had that opportunity even if I was on zoom. So it was just really divine. Um, I took down her number and cause she was telling, sharing about this sponsor who was, making her do all these things. And it sounded like so drastic, <laughs> but it was working. So I didn't even have a chance to call her. She called me the next day and I just, you know, peppered her with questions and asked what she was doing. So she told me she was, um, she was attending these workshops and most, most of you probably know if you I, it's not uh, um, sanctioned OA, so if you want to text me about it, um, that would be that's fine. Um, but they have teaching workshops twice a week, and they they go to podcasts. And so I started listening to a couple of the podcasts, and I was like, "Wow, these are really resonating." I could get down with that teaching; it really reached me. And then I started going to um, their meetings. Um, so I ended up getting a sponsor from that group. They're, you know, straight out of the big book. Um, and uh, so, I mean, I call this sponsor hardcore, but I needed a kick in the pants. I was so tired of, of just falling on my face constantly with no hope of you know, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So I knew I had to do something different. Um, and so for the first time ever, I had true abstinence, a weighed and measured food plan. And I was accountable to somebody and I, I was abstinent. Um, you know, I made it past 30 days. I do have to say this. I ended up changing sponsors and at this point, having just completed, well, you know, gone through the uh, steps with a sponsor, it was my fourth sponsor since um, May. Um, but in between there, when I was, I might've been in between sponsors or something, I was on shaky ground to say the least. Um, I was blindsided by, um, I just started, popping mints into my mouth one day. And um, I was talking with a fellow and she's just telling her what happened. And she said, um, maybe you should go to a meeting or maybe you wanna go to a meeting where you can share tonight. And she led me to CYOC and it was the greatest. Um, and before I even, uh, hit leave meeting. I think Leslie was calling me and she had me laughing within a minute and a half. And I, I just, I was 
sold on this meeting and you all have been so supportive and amazing and yeah thank you i just i love this meeting it's like a love fest <laughs> um so let's see um i i do i feel like i need to talk more about step 12 but in in the big book um it's it's it says because of my because of their own, well, I'm just going to say, because of my own experience with compulsive eating, I can be uniquely useful to other compulsive overeaters. And that's, I mean, that and a spiritual awakening is um, all that I need to sponsor somebody. That's what else I love about this program is I don't need a degree. I don't need to have been in here for 30 years. I, you know, a, I can, I can help somebody. Um, you know, I work with a dietitian who is, I love her and she's, I think she's sensitive to OA. I wanted to make sure that she was before I started working with her, but I don't think she's one of us. I, I mean, I could just pick that up from some of the things she says. So I want to know that someone has walked the same path that I have, if they're gonna, um, they have to know this disease in order to help. Um, so we're all, everyone in this room who raised their hand at the beginning of the meeting is uniquely qualified to help a fellow overeater. And it's so beautiful. It's, um, it's talking to another fellow today about, um, our suffering that really binds us together. And it turns out to be beautiful. Um, and uh, in the same vein. Um, Five know, minutes, Mayor. Okay, let me see. Well, uh, okay, I'm in pretty good shape. Um, Uh, I was just thinking about how I used to be so irritated with people wanting to give advice about, well, this is what you do. I mean, assuming that the problem was my weight, which it, it wasn't, um, just, you know, eat le less and exercise. Well, shit. like if I could, I would, I, you know, and then it makes me grateful for this disease because Oh my gosh, look at where I am right now. Ugh, you precious people who have just enriched my life so greatly. Um, so uh, let's see. Um, what my sponsors have done for me is um, put my hand in God's. And so where I was raised that appearances and performance were key. It's not about me. It's about um, what God can do for me that I can't do. I can't do it. Um, and so, you know, my, one of my sponsors, my love that she, I would call her for wisdom when I'm still, you know, learning about, okay, what do I do now? What do I do next? And she 
would offer wisdom and she's got a lot of it, but then she would say, but I don't know, let's see what God says. And so I love that she just would constantly defer to God. Um, and it's, it's just kind of got me into this groove of, oh yeah, I don't need to know. I don't need to know all the answers. I get to say that there's such freedom in that and not knowing. Um, and I don't, I don't have to lay down the law. So I just started sponsoring. I have my first sponsee um, last month. We started working together last month and I got a gem. I mean, she's so eager and willing and um, she's fired up, which is awesome. Um, and I'm excited for her. But I wanted to say too, that I felt, you know, like talking about a spiritual awakening, I, I feel like I felt shifts like at step three, I felt a difference. Um, and then when my current sponsor was like, okay, this is, you're going to be sponsoring now, start looking for a sponsor, a sponsee. And I just thought, wow, I'm okay. Here, here's another transition or shift or um, perspective where it's not, it's not about me anymore. It's just um, how can I be of service to others? I don't know how much time I have left, but I just thought this was so beautiful in the 12 and 12 in the 12 and 12 on 107. It says in a very real sense, he has been transformed because he has laid hold of a source of strength, which in one way or another, he had hitherto denied himself. He finds himself in possession of a degree of honesty, tolerance, unselfishness, peace of mind and love of which he had thought himself quite incapable. What he has received is a free gift, and yet usually, at least in some small part, he has made himself ready to receive it. So that's where I'm at, and I'll leave it at that. Thanks for letting me share tonight. Perfect. Thank you so much, Meredith, for that beautiful experience, strength, and hope tonight. We will now open the meeting for questions or for three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and the step being studied this week, step 12. We ask you to accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share or ask a question, please raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions, or star nine if you're on the phone. And the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Uh, with the timekeeper, please set a timer for three minutes for each share and announce the timer is up. If the speaker is asked a question, please allow three minutes for the answer. I think Nancy, uh, Leslie, did you raise your hand first? Was it Leslie first? Okay. I said I was first. Oops, sorry. Nancy, I'm sorry. Nancy, first. I'm sorry. And my screen looks like Leslie comes first. Okay. Who's going? Who is somebody? Is Nancy speaking? Okay. I just got a signal to unmute. I thought it was first, but it's it doesn't matter. Um. Anyways, um, that was an excellent 
you did an excellent job, um, Meredith. And, um, you know, I guess whatever step we're on is my favorite step, but this is actually my actual favorite step. That's a lie. I will say that every week. But anyways, this week, this is my total favorite step. And it, it is often my favorite step because it's the brains of the whole operation, in my opinion, my experience. This is what knits together as a knitter. I love the metaphor. This is what knits the whole thing together. It allows me the first 11 steps prepare me to work step 12 and step 12 allows me to work the previous 11 steps. But in particular, um, it's because I'm a compulsive overeater of the hopeless variety, the 12th step is the only way that I can sustain my life-giving recovery. It, I cannot do it myself and I cannot do it in any other way other than talking to other compulsive readers who understand without having to have anything explained. I mean, certainly other things in my life have gotten so much better so that they make my life better, but the bedrock of my betterness, the betterness of my life is fellowship with other people. And um, I, I'm, I don't want to talk too long because I know we're getting out early, but um, um, today um, something happened that um, that was really showed me that the 12th step is, is so awesome. And that is that, um, you know, I was talking to somebody on the phone and, you know, was doing sort of 12 steppy stuff. And, and then someone that I sponsored who had a really rough time, but ended up recovering, texted me and said, you know, I just, um, sorry, I haven't been sending my, 11 step inventories along, but I've decided that um, OA is really, you know, sort of encro encroaching on my life and I'm going to step back for a while. And my only response was, no problem. Feel free to call me anytime for any reason, which is what I tell everybody, especially sponsees who fire me or whatever. I don't care if they fire me. But I need to hear that. That itself was life giving fellowship because that's what will happen to me if I don't stay on top of this stuff. I was told it should pinch and it does. I spend a lot of time, about 25%, six hours and 24 I spend on this work every single day. And um, in exchange, or not in exchange, it's not transactional, but because of that, I have this life that is unbelievable. And um, I can't say it often enough. Call, 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 that'll pass. Thank you, Nancy, for your share. 